Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now today I've got for you a phenomenal story from r slash best of Redditor updates. This one originally comes from r slash am I the jerk posted at the start of January 2024 and it's an absolute cracker. Now as you can tell by the title, this woman wants to name her baby after her dead best friend. However, things are a lot more complicated than that when actually it turns out that name has links back to the Nazi party. Without further ado, no more spoilers, no more clues. Let's get straight into this one. This is one of the best stories I've read recently, without a doubt. If you're new to the channel, subscribe, drop a like on this one if you're excited. Here we go. Am I the jerk for banning my wife from naming our baby after her dead best friend? Long story short, I am a 28 year old man and my wife, who is also 28, is estranged from her family and has been since a teenager. She met Eva in school and they were inseparable, with Eva letting my wife stay over a lot as well as providing a constant source of support. I met my wife at university. Unfortunately, Eva died suddenly a year into our relationship. I'd met her a few times and she was lovely. My wife was understandably devastated. Two years ago, we married and she took my last name, Brown. Our baby girl is due in the spring and understandably, my wife wants to honor Eva in her name. This is something that she has said throughout the relationship. I was happy with the idea of honoring her and we've discussed baby names throughout the relationship and pregnancy. The leading name we were tossing about was a place name that had significant memories to them. Yesterday, she came up to me and said that she had a dream about Eva asking her to remember her by her name. She had some like this around the time Eva died, but none recently to my knowledge. And to memorialize her, our baby must be called Eva. I said, absolutely no way. She said, why not? And I reminded her of the historical figure, Eva Brown, wife of probably one of history's most evil figures. And I reassured her that we will tell our kids about Aunt Eva and she'll always be remembered. But my wife refused, saying it has to be her name. She says that few will make the link to the historical character and she won't be bullied at school. Now, a little history lesson for everyone in case you didn't know. Eva Brown, spelt B-R-A-U-N, was then known as Eva Hitler as of course she was married briefly to big adolf i mean i just can't say big adolf <laughs> right if i'm not right okay big adolf as he was known colloquially to his uh, best mates adolf hitler of course um so yeah being completely serious i do fully understand that op probably wouldn't want his daughter to have the exact same name at least phonetically as as you hear it as the woman who hitler married just one day before he unalived himself right at the very end anyway back to the story opie's wife said she had fell out with the place name and a family member has had a baby recently with a similar name think brooke to brooklyn 
I suggested things to do with Eva, such as her birthstone or honoring her through a middle name or even names that had Eve or Eva in anything but Eva itself. She started crying and said that she won't name the baby anything else and it's the ultimate way Eva can live on. I said it's a terrible situation and if we had literally any other surname, we could, but I literally can't. Not only am I extremely morally opposed, I work in a field where if there was wind that I named my child Eva Brown, my work could be at risk. She's saying I'm making excuses and not supporting her as she is putting in a lot of effort to having this baby. This resulted in a fight and now I'm on the couch for the second night in a row. Some of our friends are saying that I'm being dramatic, but my sister, who is the mother of Brooke, is telling me that if she continues to register the baby without her, to be honest, I'm leaning that way if she continues not to compromise. I'm really not sure what to do. Am I the jerk for not wanting to name my baby either? Okay, now that is the end of the post. But before we get on to my thoughts on this one, first of all, a couple of relevant comments. Someone below asked OP, can you use your wife's maiden name? OP replied, my wife is estranged from her family, of course, and was therefore very eager to drop her maiden name. She has said that name makes her think of her horrible past. I know she would not ever change her name back, let alone name a child with it. She is also really close to my family who took her in as one of their own when we met due to her situation. Now we are in the UK, so yes, she could have kept the name if she wanted to, but she is estranged from her family and has been for 10 years. Her family don't know where she is or of my existence. She had a common first, but a distinct maiden name. So she wanted to swap to my obviously rather common name, not only because she wants no ties to her name, but also so they could not find her as they are very bad, dangerous people. This is also why we will not consider comments about swapping to her maiden name. Now, some people also asked about OP's profession and why people would know what was wrong with that. And yeah, maybe why his job would be at risk. OP says, I work as a history teacher in a very liberal school and Nazis is a decent chunk of the curriculum for some of my older students. Not that I would share my personal life in depth to the students, but my colleagues and SMT would definitely ask about it. I hope to rise the ranks at the school, so I don't want to affect that. I also have a cousin who is one of my older students, so there is a risk of students and de facto parents finding out my baby's name that way if her friends ask. And finally, OP says that Braun is pronounced Brown in German, so people who know history will know. OP says, yes, I am based in the UK and I teach the Nazis in my syllabus. And while my German is very basic and picked up from a couple of weeks of traveling, plus some of the vocab I've come across in my job, I thought that Brown was pronounced with a similar owl sound to Hauptmann or Augen. Correct me if I'm wrong, just curious. Okay, so there we go. That is it for the first post. Uh, yeah, on the name thing, I'm not sure myself. I think the only real way to know is if you are German, get in the comments down below, enlighten us, is brown i'll put it on screen right now this pronounced like brown or is it brawn i think i'm pretty sure it is brown it's not brawn but uh yeah if we could get some some cold hard evidence from the german people out there listening or watching this that'd be great now as for op um i will say that yeah i completely understand your viewpoint my friend uh, i studied history and and the nazis in depth in later on in my in my secondary education and then i did history at university and, uh, th and there's no way that my teachers or professors would ever dream of having any sort of name or any sort of tie that could be like make them look terrible or make them look weird or put them in a, in a bad light like back to them if that makes sense it's very very unfortunate that this is the case and that eva brown 
had the name that she had and she had the ties obviously to Hitler but yeah I don't think there is a world in which you can possibly have a daughter called Eva Brown as a history teacher who teaches about the Nazi party it's just it's just not going to work sadly and I do think that there are lots of other options that you could go down with your child's name that do include Eva, as you said, in, in some form. But yeah, don't explicitly say Eva Brown. And I think your wife has to understand that, surely. I mean, it, it can't get much worse than being a history teacher and calling your daughter the same name as Hitler's ex-wife. Uh, surely that's just not gonna ever happen. Your wife surely has to understand that, no? And of course, I get it from your wife's perspective. Eva Brown, to be fair, not a massive name in the grand scheme of things. I think you'd have to have studied the Nazi party well, not in depth, but I mean, not a lot of people know who Eva Brown is. I mean, I had to remind myself there, to be honest, and I studied the Nazi party. So, you know, not the biggest name of all time. No one's going to instantly click and go, wait, hang on, that's the same name as Hitler's uh, wife. But yeah, as you said, you're a history teacher. You cannot risk something like that. You just can't. Now, of course, this is r slash best of Redditor updates. Therefore, there is an update to this one. I really hope before I get into this, and I haven't had a look at this, I hope there is a resolution because this seems like such a stupid first of all it is very unlucky but secondly if there isn't a resolution here then it is very silly and just sad now the point that your sister made at the end about you just registering the baby without her that is a terrible idea i don't know why you say that you're leading that way is that what you just name the baby without your wife knowing the name that's absolutely ridiculous don't do that and i really hope that isn't what happens here but that's some of the worst advice I've ever heard. But yeah, without further ado, let's get into the update and see what happened next. Okay, so here is the update posted 22 days later. Okay, soon after posting initially, I called up Eva's sister, Rose, as my wife, Lou, is really close to her and I explained the situation. I know I shouldn't get people involved in marital matters, but Rose's opinion really matters to Lou, especially when Eva is involved. Rose agreed with me that naming a daughter Eva Brown would be harmful, and she mentioned something that we believe to be a game changer. One thing you must know about the late Eva, dear reader, was that she was a writer. She kept journals, which her sister held onto after her death. In one of these journals was a baby name list, where she gave five names for a girl and five names for a boy. Rose held onto these names when she was having children. One of her sons is named the top boy name, but she's done now and wants to give it to my wife. We believed we have to introduce this carefully, so we launched a game plan. The next day, I sat down with Lou and said on no uncertain terms would our daughter be called Eva. Brown is the only surname we have, and Eva is not something I'd feel comfortable pairing with her. As I mentioned in the comments, my wife is estranged from her family and often jokes that we got married so young at 22 so that she could get rid of her maiden name. She agreed that our child will take our married name but continued to stress about forgetting Eva. I also mentioned that by naming a child Eva, you'd be pressuring that child to live on for dead Eva and that's a big burden for young shoulders. My cousin was named after a dead relative and my grandparents often compared him to that relative. And that's not something I want for my own child. That seemed to resonate. And she admitted that pregnancy was bringing up old feelings as she and Eva always said that they'd be pregnant together. I suggested therapy and she started therapy last week. That's a very, very good point that I hadn't even touched on. Yeah, if you're calling someone by your best friend's dead name, someone you love so much and who obviously if they're your best friend had to be a great person in your eyes, that is putting a lot of pressure on your child to live up to that person. They don't have to, of course, but surely that child's going to think about that. 
I then talked about mine and Rose's conversation and she was very interested We agreed that it would be lovely giving Eva the opportunity to name a child Knowing it was something she was seemingly passionate about and have narrowed it down between two of those five girl names Turns out the girl had taste Being able to discuss baby names and thinking about our daughter as her own person has been a blessing And I can see my wife is on the mend I think this will be the only update and I can't wait to meet my daughter Thank you all for your help now at the time of recording that was posted just nine days ago So obviously it's a little bit too soon to know if that is going to be the final update But it seems like it will be right and that seems like a perfect ending That was exactly what I was hoping the resolution would be Something else that obviously included Eva in some way but wasn't explicitly the name Eva Brown That is the perfect solution. I really hope that you guys stick with it. Your wife remains happy I don't necessarily think she needs therapy and stuff by the way. I think she just really wants to honor her best friend and was quite adamant that she wanted eva brown to be the name that's it really i don't know if that calls for therapy but hey i don't know her not my call however yeah eva has in effect given you a short list of names that she loves to name your child that is beautiful great story but don't worry there's another one incoming there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Now this post comes originally from r slash true off my chest I broke up with my fiance because of his family. I don't think I can marry him because of his family I know people will say that i'm crazy, but my gut tells me i'm right This was supposed to be the first time i'm meeting his parents. He has two sisters a mum, and dad I was excited to meet my future in-laws, but it shattered a few days ago. I met his family Some things about them just didn't sit right with me His mum is very possessive about him. Like the first thing she said when she saw me was, so you're the lady that keeps my son busy. I know it sounds like a joke, but she said it in a condescending tone. Throughout the entire gathering, she was trying to avoid me. She'd get irritated whenever I got closer to my fiance. She made one very mean comment when I asked her for a piece of pie she made. She said, I will not be able to fit in my dress if I eat any more of it. She deliberately made me sit far away from him so that she could sit beside him. I knew she didn't like me, but I tolerated that. But she was way too harsh on her oldest daughter. She keeps making comments like, when are you getting married? And if she still can't get over Ben, her brother-in-law. The thing is that the oldest daughter, Mia, used to date Ben until he dumped her to be with the youngest sister, Jen. Oh my goodness me. Jen isn't very nice either. She was mean to Mia and kept bucking her to get a husband. Mia is 33. I don't think she needs to rush. Jen also didn't like me because she made some snide remarks about my upbringing. I grew up in an abusive household. I had to struggle a lot, whereas my fiance came from a well-to-do family. His dad didn't speak much. He didn't say anything and he just nodded. The only normal person there was Mia because she just kept to herself. But nonetheless, I did not feel very welcomed by them. I just had this gut feeling that if I get married, this will be my whole life. I'd always have to be in competition with his mother, but he is so nice and sweet. I never felt so in love with anyone like I did with him. He brings me flowers. He takes care of me. He treats me like a queen. 
but I do not like his family at all. I broke it off with him. He was understandably sad. He asked for a reason. I just told him I didn't feel good about our relationship, that we're not compatible. There were tears, but I left. Now I'm sitting in my aunt's house writing this. One moment I feel like calling him and telling him I had cold feet. We are perfect together. We earn well, we have similar hobbies, and we are sexually compatible, but this one thing about him just bugs me a lot. I'm heartbroken. I know I don't deserve to be because I was the one who called it off. Okay, let's get straight into the update on this one, which was actually posted on the same day that evening. I just talked to his sister Mia on the phone. It was a surprise to me that she wanted to talk. She got the news of us breaking up and asked if we could talk on the phone. I agreed. I was desperate to hear any news from him. We talked for like an hour or so. It was mostly her telling me how her family was toxic, that I made the right decision because her mum had a weird obsession with her baby boy. Also, she doesn't know why she is the black sheep of her family. She was not adopted, nor was she in a fair child. She also mentioned that her mother was a bit of a racist because of where I came from. Overall, that day, she wanted to warn me. I asked why my ex doesn't treat her right. She said my ex is in delusion that they have a picture-perfect home, but he doesn't realize how toxic his mother is. She did bring it up with him, and he just said that they're family, so families shouldn't hold grudges. Honestly, I felt bad for her. She also said that she'll be going no contact with all of them. She thought she could salvage their relationship and let them be a part of her life, but she decided she doesn't want that. She also shared some personal information about her relationship status and future. But I don't want to share that. It's not my place to share it. She did though tell me to meet him and tell him the truth. He deserves to know why I don't want to be a part of his family. He needs to hear the truth. I'll be meeting him tomorrow. And yeah, as a lot of you guys requested, I will give an update. Okay, then let's get straight into it. 11 days later, we got the final update. Hello guys. I promised I would come back with an update and I did it. I finally talked to him. I told him everything that I mentioned in the post and also about my feelings for his family, especially how they treated Mia. Needless to say, he was upset. He tried to convince me that this was all in my head, that I shouldn't throw away our relationship because of his family. His family will accept me if I become a part of it. I tried to explain things from my own perspective, but he wasn't budging. Oh, that's not a good sign. Then the topic of Mia came up. He said it is unfair that even his sister is abandoning the family. He mentioned Mia's big news and she said she doesn't want to be a part of their family. I told him I knew about it because I talked to Mia. That seems to upset him even more. He's fuming that Mia shared her news to me before his family. I got angry and told him that this is exactly why I don't want to be a part of his family. Her mother made racist comments to me. I'm half Bengali. She treated me like an outsider and didn't make me feel welcome. His family is just very toxic. I grew up in one. I don't want to die in one. Maybe someday he will find a woman his mother approves of, but that woman is not me. We had a big fight. He was obviously defending his family. He was not willing to listen to what I had to say. Overall, he was very dismissive. We ended our conversation on a very bad note. I am sad about it. Aside from his family drama, he was a good guy, but I don't think I can handle his family. You don't just marry one person. You do marry their entire family. They didn't even bother to know me at all. Wow, there we go. That is the end of that one. I've got to say, very, very tough position to be in, OP. But I do think you made the right decision. And to be fair, your ex's comments there kind of confirm that that was the correct decision that you made. If he can't even understand, I get it. It's his family and obviously he loves them. But if he can't understand what you're saying 
or the reason as to why his sister is abandoning the family and saying, you know what, I, I don't even want to talk to any of you anymore. I'm going no contact. Then he is deluded. I'm sorry. He is. So I think you did make the right decision. And I also think that you're absolutely right. You do marry into the family. Now, yeah, I don't imagine that you're going to be seeing his mum all the time. And I'm sure that if you wanted to, you could probably minimize when you see her. But the truth is that you are still going to see her probably a decent amount. You know, Thanksgiving, holiday season, birthdays, barbecues, grandparents in the future, like babysitting your kid. You are going to see her a lot. And if you hate this person, and as you said, you, you come from a toxic family, you don't want to be in one for the rest of your life, then yeah, ultimately that is, I would, I would say, a deal breaker. I also think that someone's family does say a lot about them. Now, obviously, if that family is terrible and they're amazing and they openly admit that their family is terrible and that's probably why they're amazing because they've realized how bad their family are and they just want nothing to do with them and you know they're a completely different person to that that's different but if they can't see the fact that their family has faults and, and bad traits and that sort of stuff yeah i mean they've been part of that family their entire life it's likely that they're gonna have some of the the same sort of faults and again i, I feel like op not admitting or seeing that his family has faults is a big red flag as i mentioned so it's sad and I'm sure he's a lovely guy on the whole, but is he a life partner? Do you want to marry into that family? I don't think so. I think you made the right decision. But yeah, guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Did Opie make the right call? Obviously, it's hard to know without loads more context. But from that little insight that we've got there, comment down below. What do you think? Comment either on YouTube or on Spotify, whatever you're listening on. You can comment on both those platforms. Let me know. Did OP make the right decision and why? So that's going to do it for this one. Hope you enjoyed it. A couple of great stories there, in my opinion, particularly like the first one. Well, that was absolutely class. I uh, hope you enjoyed it as well. If you did, as I said, drop a like on this one. Subscribe if you're new for daily Reddit content. I say daily. It's not been daily recently. It will get back to daily. Don't you worry. And I'll see you tomorrow with some more Reddit stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.